Let's freaking go. First of all, everybody that's watching, consuming this, listening to this on any podcast platform. Yes, sir. Football's back and we're feeling great about it. And this has been something that's really helped us uh, and it's really helped uh, our, our viewers, Andy. We love these questions at the beginning, right? Because we want to know more about you guys. All right. So a little bit later, obviously, we're going to talk about the Joe Her- Her- Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert thing. But the main thing we want to know is during this offseason, comment down below on YouTube, send us a message on any social media, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this right now. Did you actually spend a ton of money? on the 2021 quarterback draft class. Because, Andy, you're like me. We watch these vlogs of, you know, some of the best card vloggers, and you see them, you know, holding up National Trevor's Trey Lance, and here's Trevor Lawrence downtown. And, you know, they're flashing off all these big transactions with these 2021 rookie or now second-year quarterbacks when last year they weren't really that good. So, Andy, I know you're like me. You didn't really spend – really any money on any of these guys but we want to know if anybody out there did because one of the big stories from the weekend was that it was kind of sort of a meh weekend for the 2021 quarterback draft class yeah i'm not gonna lie carter i definitely spent a couple hundred dollars on this guy right here trey lance uh you know i all the research I saw they were in a smash uh, spot against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. But what I did not account for was the fact that this game was just going to be totally water soaked and they were playing in a, a giant rain cloud. And uh, that definitely muddied the waters, <laughs> so to speak. So, you know, but it wasn't anything big, right? I'm, I'm not out here, you know, I'm not at the level where I'm spending thousands of dollars on uh, national no. treasures, but I see cards like these optic hollows. These optic hollows are so liquid and they're so popular and they're not base. They are short print, but they're not like super short print. They're not case hits. You know, they have, they're probably, you know, uh, around a thousand, two thousand of these in existence. The print run is probably somewhere around there and they're just very liquid. They have that silver prism finish and you can see the price differences between all the first round quarterbacks. You even got your boy Jamar Chase on there because yeah. he stacks up right there with Zach Wilson and uh, Davis Mills, Carter. Yeah, Jamar was the only like big 2021 star that had a big weekend and he was robbed of a game winning touchdown because they couldn't get the snaps right uh, for the extra points. But, you know, you, you look at these uh, 2021ers, it wasn't just the quarterbacks, you know, Micah Parsons. Uh, and Dallas had a rough game. Kyle Pitts couldn't really get going, but Drake London looked really good. So keep an eye out for for that guy. Um, but you know, for me, Andy, I, I I've been saying it for a while now. None of the 2021 draft quarterbacks really stood out to me. Uh, Trevor had some rough spots, obviously. And one thing about these quarterbacks is none of them are working with what you would consider a top 10 wide receiver core. Uh, None of them outside of Trey Lance, like you mentioned, you know, um, it it was a very water-soaked game. So what I would say is if you did pile up money and you did, you know, spend money on these guys because, you know, of the hype cycle, sometimes it's just hard, Andy. You You want a piece of the action. You watch all this YouTube content. You see the new cards and all of that. It could be like that sometimes, right? But 
for me, Andy, I wouldn't just panic sell Trey Lance because of one water-soaked game. He still has Kyle Shanahan. He'll get George Kittle back at some point. Um, but, you know, it did give me a little confirmation bias that I felt for for so long now that people have been sleeping on Justin Fields. And I know the performance wasn't phenomenal, but the guy is really good. He's really athletic. He does a lot of fun things on the football field. And you got this Chicago media market. There's never been a big-time quarterback for the Bears. Don't give me Jim McMahon. Don't give me Jay Cutler. Don't, don't, don't give me Kyle Orton. Uh, huh? Kyle Orton. The Bears have been longing for someone like Justin Fields. But still, at, at this point, Andy, I know it's only one game. I, I would I would be a little concerned about the long-term viability, especially now that your boy, Mac Jones, has these back spasms. Yeah, yeah. Mac Jones is definitely going to miss some times with the uh, the back injury. I think you it'll be interesting to see who they uh, start there as his backup. But that rookie, Bailey Zappi, could definitely pick up some hype really quick. Um, but I look at, you know, the price on Davis Mills. I mean, they tied the game against the uh, against the Indianapolis Colts. And yeah. they're actually, you know, your guy, Derek Stingley, uh, made a, a decent play. Like, he played okay for his rookie debut. But overall, like, Davis Mills played really good on offense and uh, actually kept that team in the game, man. And and he continues to impress people. And his optic hollows are still very cheap. They They – transact a lot the reason why i picked these optic hollows is because they arguably have the most transactions on ebay even over a base prism and the prism silvers are going to be more rare than the optic hollows which is why i really like to look at these optic hollow uh, cards and i love the dual threat capability of justin fields trey lance and, and even trevor lawrence to a degree but uh man davis mills has a good arm there yeah it, it is interesting though you know, if you are a college football fan, right, that Davis Mills, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Tua were all, like, can't-miss five-star quarterbacks. And all the other guys were just low-level three-star high school guys coming out. Like, really the only middle-tier, like, four-star guy who wasn't, like, an unbelievably lowly-rated recruit was Joe Burrow, right? He was, like, a good prospect, not a you know, transcendent prospect. So the reason why I bring that up is it's hard to predict this stuff. It's hard to see which quarterbacks are going to be special. I mean, the two quarterbacks whose cards seem to be the hottest at all times, Josh Allen and and, and Justin Herbert, they they neither one of them were really dominant in college. They were good in college, uh, particularly Herbert, but none of them were really dominant but Andy that leads us into our next topic which is the Joe Burrow versus uh Justin Herbert and as you know Andy Joe was the only one to lose this weekend uh with the with, with the INTs and all of that Herbert won Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal with your boy AJ Brown I know you're a big AJ Brown guy and Tua uh I I'm not gonna lie Andy I got a few messages from um, <laughs> <laughs> saying you're you you, you might want to take your Tua take back. I mean, he got the W. Let's put it this way. Um, but it it is interesting when you look at the four prices of these four 2020 quarterbacks. 
it's amazing how much winning actually changes things. Yeah, it really does. You can see right here the trend, and, and this is looking at his base prism PSA 10, Joe Burrow population of 4,777, Justin Herbert a population of 4,156, so a slightly lower pop. But uh, the Herbert card is definitely kind of pulling away here. We saw a peak transaction on Sunday of $362 compared to the Joe Burrow at $236. So that's a, a difference of $130 where they were virtually neck and neck. If you go back to August time period, August, end of August, or even if you go all the way back to here, uh, July. So you can see they're pretty much been neck and neck. But right here after Sunday, there's definitely been a big difference. And that's the the driving force of a win, you know, a dominant, confident win over the Raiders, a divisional game at home for the Chargers, and a loss where Joe Burrow threw four interceptions, even though he rallied his team with Jamar Chase, lost T. Higgins early in that game to a concussion, rallied his team with Jamar Chase, got 16 targets, man, and Jamar Chase just putting, just balling out, and, and Joe Mixon balled out too, uh, and, and they were able to rally all the way back only for the Florida Gator kicker Evan McPherson to uh, to miss the final kick yeah. and then then go to all the way to the last seconds of overtime. So it was almost like you've got this was another game where if people are really going to just uh, let Joe Burrow cards like dip this much in auction, then right. I'm absolutely going to buy this dip, Carter. Like you know, if we looked at the comparison for the Optic Hollow right now, I saw a sold transaction yesterday for Joe Burrow's Optic Hollow of $100. The Justin Herbert is going from anywhere from 250 to 400 <laughs> The Jalen Hurts, 50 The two of 30 This is only $50 more than a Trey Lance, only $35 more than a Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Joe Burrow Optic Hollow at 100 all day. So, obviously, we're in a very Joe Burrow buy mode right now. Okay. I'm not because, you know, I'm getting married soon and, you know, that stuff costs money. But I'm just going to say this, Andy. Once again, we are not financial advisors, right? It's very important to manage your bankroll, not only in football cards, but in sports betting or just anything, right? Always do so responsibly. And, you know, we, we like to remind people that from time to time, just because you see the, the, the card vloggers flashing this and I'm making thousands and grind, 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 always make sure to keep in mind what's really important. OK, with that said, Andy, you know this personally, and it, it kind of feels, you know, tough for me. But, you know, don't ever bet against Joe Burrow when you have an opportunity to buy anything Joe Burrow low or low ish. Take advantage of it, right? Now, am I biased towards this? Yes. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the name Power Hour LSU. I'm just telling you, though, that this man is cash money. And now, you know, there's people out there saying, well, the Bengals, Super Bowl hangover. You know the history of a team that loses the Super Bowl. They fall off a cliff. Watch the F out. Watch your mouth if you're talking out against Joe Burrow because this man is next week for Cincinnati. He's going to be deep snapping and kicking at the same time. I don't know how he's going to do it. He's going to figure it out. Don't bet against Joe Burrow. If you, if you, and Andy, you know, this is what I did. I looked at Justin Herbert prices uh, last November and I compared it to Joe Burrow's prices. And I said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go buy some Joe's right now. And I didn't know he would go for 500 yards, what, back-to-back weeks uh, and then go on a Super Bowl run. I had to sell because, obviously, you know, 
the, the, the wedding and all that, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, getting back into it. I, I really am. Now, I can't get into the higher end stuff, but, you know, uh, Andy, this guy's good. This guy's good. Just because you have one four INT game against the best pass rusher in the NFL and the offensive line still isn't that great. Zach Taylor's probably the worst head coach in the NFL. He's definitely bottom five for me. Joe finds a way. He always finds a way. I'm just letting you know right now, people. He always finds a way, Andy. Yeah, I I believe it 100%. I look at their upcoming schedule. They're playing the Cowboys this weekend at 425, who just lost Dak Prescott. They did not look sharp at all either. And now Dak's going to be out six to eight weeks. So he's going to be playing uh, against Cooper Rush and, there, I just don't see a way that uh, Cowboys are going to keep be able to keep up with the Bengals at all. De- the Bengals' defense is still very good as well. Held Mitch Trubisky to 12 uh, fantasy points, and George Pickens was very quiet. I mean, you look at the weapons around Trubisky and Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, you know, Najee Harris, who actually left this game with a, with a foot issue again. But, I mean, Trubisky wasn't able to really convert much at all. This was really right. – a big thanks to TJ Watt and that Steelers defense, you know, and winning that turnover battle because Bengals should have won this game five times over. <laughs> um, and, and now they get the Cowboys and then the Jets in in uh, week three. So we could be looking at a multiple win streak uh, from the Bengals getting right back to that hype level for Joe Burrow. So if cards are going to dip through an, an auction throughout this week just because of all the focus on these week one winners like Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts and Tua, then I think it's, it, yeah, this presents an awesome opportunity for you to potentially snipe some Joe Burrow cards this week in auction um, and get those in hand for the next, you know, upcoming four to five game stretch. Yeah, and I was going to go to the Saints game, Joe Burrow versus the Saints back in New Orleans for the first time since, uh, um, you know what happened, but um, I can't. Fiance, we're going to go see Harry Styles. I don't, I don't, I don't know what your daughter's listening to, Andy. I don't know what your wife listens to. I don't know what this Harry Styles guy has. I was a fan of One Direction back in the day, but man, it, his fan base ritched me away from Joe and the Saints. Are you kidding me? But sacrifices, right? You've given me a lot of advice before I get into this married game. And once again, it's important to keep things, you know, in perspective when it comes to the football card world. Now, um, obviously, you you saw on Twitter, I had my mini Jameis meltdown here because I have put some money into some Jameis cards. But when push came to shove, he looked good. looked really good, right? He's a leader. He's an affable guy. And if the Saints get rolling... Andy, as you know, America loves a redemption story, a comeback story. And Jameis would be a massive story because he is so interesting. Hmm. And his cards are up as a result. I mean, yeah, they eked out this win and they had to rally to to get it. It was another, you know, very close game with a game-winning kick here from Will Lutz. But 111 QB rating from Jameis, no interceptions, rallied with two touchdowns to Michael Thomas, both contested catches and, and you love to see that, right? So Michael Thomas, I've seen his cards are definitely going up right now. There's a lot of hype for him. 
Jameis. You could look at a uh, like his prism, for example. Obviously, his most sold card in the past 30 days is the the Topps Chrome variation. I'm not a big fan of this variation. I love the prism from 2015, and there's yeah. a couple different photo variations of this. But right now, you can see the increase from Monday, August 29th, about 95. Buy it now, Thursday, September 8th of 115. And if we were to go and look uh, eBay, you know, since then, there's been a lot more transactions that have gone down since then. Uh, his cards are definitely appreciating. And uh, so is Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. Big games from from those guys. So the Saints kind of kind of got a little bit of hype after this game, oh, man. But they have a they have a tough schedule. Got the Buccaneers this, this weekend. Uh, you and I are probably going to have a little side bet on that. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be just yet, but we'll we'll figure something out. Um, you know, before we get into a uh, hobby tip of the week, we've been telling people to sell, sell, sell your cards. Once again, do what you want to do with your cards. But, you know, we are still in the hype cycle, okay? And we do want to shout out some of our viewers. Shouting out Dominique. He said, I sold a Kenny Pickett Optic and Jonathan Taylor Auto Rookie uh, because of the show. Y'all keep going. Thank you so much, Dominique. We appreciate you. Um uh, Card Guy 20 sold 86 cards, Andy. 86 cards. We are loving the inspiration that we're hopefully giving to all our fellow football cards. Like we're a small niche community, right? Most people like to do all the different sports, and now I'm dabbling into a few different sports, but I'm looking at you right now, okay? Wherever you might be listening, we need you. Football card community, we stick together. Let's go. Um David says, holding on to all my Trey Lance cards, baby. I haven't even got mine yet. (laughs) So he was a guy that I, you know, looked at the everything last week. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna buy a couple Trey Lance. I gotta do, I couldn't resist anymore. Got in on some optic hollows and prism silvers. And they I think they showed up like today or tomorrow. So yeah, I'm holding mine too. But that's the beauty of cards and like putting them in a buy it now format because we know that the the San Francisco 49ers roster is really freaking good and uh, you know they're going to they're going to be right back in the thick of it. I think they could go on a, a multiple game win stretch here and and I think you kind of have to rule that out as like look they were playing in a water soaked rain cloud. We got to kind of rule this as an anomaly type of game, right. you know. So, like, select optic, you know, as far as, like, sets, a lot of the sets are out now, okay, for 2021, right? A lot of the big ones, at the very least, right? So, make that be a part of what you're doing here, okay? It used to be that these cards were way more scarce when, uh, you know, Prism was out, but Select wasn't out, right? And as many of you know, Select is probably my favorite out of any of the 2021 sets this year, uh, mostly because of the Jamar Chase select cards are just so beautiful, but that, that's just my personal preference, but understand that, make that be a part of, you know, your analysis, whatever it may be. And here's the thing. You don't have to have like Andy level research or, uh, you know, sports card investor market movers app or whatever it may be, or card ladder. You don't need all those, you know, technologies. Now once again, that, that those softwares help, but, it's just, you know, a practical, rational thing that the more modern your set is, especially over these past couple of years, and now that there are more different brands of the cards out, scarcity is not as important. So if the 2021 class continues to struggle, per se, um, 
understand that those prices will dip and your cards that you probably have aren't as rare unless it's something very desirable, unless it's something super duper duper short print. So keep those basic tenets in mind um, before we get into hobby tip of the week here, Andy. And it actually goes out to Hector here, a comment from our last week's episode. Um, a good topic for a show would be the best times to end auctions on eBay, hopefully with stats okay so this is going to be anecdotal for me andy as far as this and i know you this stuff inspires you to do like a really really deep research thing but i i will share this right um i mislisted a tj watt card and i ended it on a random night and it was a silver prism rookie along with another short print tj watt card and it ended for four dollars so i i didn't spell his name correctly it is t.j.watt um and also you know i just listed it at a bad time and ended it at a bad time um just to get some some inventory out and it was stupid because now his silver prism even after the injury is selling for 34 dollars. so even someone like me that that knows a good bit about this stuff will make a map and that is a massive massive mistake um but then again, you know, I did an experiment last week, Andy, and I told you about it, but I'll tell the public about it now, where it was a Josh Allen 2021 base card. It's one of these clear acetate just base, right? So I had two of them, and I decided to list one to end on a Wednesday night before the Thursday night game. So ending it Wednesday night, you know, the hype leading up to the game at um, 8 p.m., central and then i ended one 10 15 ish p.m central on thursday night so people get to watch the game and the card uh then you know ends after the game so whatever josh allen did you know there's people you know flocking to the computer and what we'll do andy is wherever anybody is listening right now uh, and I do this on my YouTube channel from time to time. I want people to guess just wherever they are before I reveal these prices. Which one did better? The card that ended the night before the game or the card that ended the night of the game? Okay. And I'll reveal that. But, Andy, let's go on ahead and get your opinion on when eBay auctions should end for you. Yeah, and I've got some good examples. So I look at Saquon Barkley from Sunday, who had an absolute incredible game, critical component of the Giants upsetting the Tennessee Titans, man. Uh, Saquon putting up 164 yards on the ground, 9.1 yards per carry and a critical touchdown. And you can see here a buy it now that sold Sunday night for $36.99. Or best offer. This has been this is pretty good for his base Donruss PSA 10, a very liquid card in a PSA 10 format. Uh, compared to an auction ending just minutes apart from when the buy it now was purchased, the auction still went up to $50. And so that's kind of the the rolling the dice effect of, of ending an auction on game day and ending it after the game is over. Um, you can, if you are right and your player does well and in conjunction with their team winning and stuff, you're, you could absolutely, you will see better results in that auction than to buy it now. Uh, comparably speaking, I also did this with, uh, Saquon Barkley's optic, another perfect example, optic PSA 10, buy it now for 55. The auction went for 68 50. 
So it was definitely like a $15 difference there. It's just, it's all about the peak relevancy for that player. Like, you, you know, he's literally melting faces on NFL Network and NBC and everybody is watching it unfold. Like your TJ Watt, when he was just right. wrecking Joe Burrow and the Bengals early on in that game, he even had an interception. Like when do you, how often do you see defensive linemen getting interceptions? And he was just all over the place. And, that that at that time, like you don't know, like if you're having a buy it now listing and you and you see that normally this card is selling like just a couple of weeks ago for five, ten dollars, you know, so it's hard for you to list your card at thirty, forty dollars expecting it to sell in a buy it now. But that's what you need to do because that's what the auctions are gonna close for on game day when that when that action is unfolding and that that relevancy is peaking for that player. So, in other words, list your Geno Smith cards right now. <laughs> well, you so, should have had them listed last night. But, yeah, if if you want to – see, that's a good point, Carter, because, I mean, he was incredibly accurate through the first uh, three quarters of that game last night, and he had a good game. They, they came away with the upset win at the end. And, I mean, Geno Smith is actually going to definitely pick up because his cards were just pennies on the dollar. So nice. his cards from where they were at, they're like going to go up. And if you want to time auctions ending when the next game for the Seahawks start, that's a good idea because you could definitely uh, peak and hype then as well. So we do have to end this episode. We got an internet tech here. Did you, did you hear that in the background, the doorbell and the dog going crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, Wi-Fi is going crazy everywhere. So really quickly uh, to round this out, the Josh Allen card that ended the night before went for 99 cents and the Josh Allen card. This is just a base, you know, kind of throwaway card that ended the night after his performance, same base acetate, just clear 2021 product, six bucks, hmm. 99 cents, six bucks on a card. That's just nothing. Right. Well, it's something, right? It means something. To, I don't want anyone that's an acetate collector for me to say, he said my cards are nothing, okay? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give our hobby tip of uh, or our play of the week. You got to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash football cards. And in the comment section, uh, whenever this video gets posted, I will give out my play of the week there. Andy, that was another great episode. And uh, I should just bring my dog in here now, but I appreciate yeah. you so well, much. And we gave and we gave the viewers and the listeners the best play of the week earlier in the episode too. Joe oh, Burrow, that, baby, that's true, Joey B. Peace. See you guys. Peace. All right, boss man. What up? What up? What up? What up? Look at you, man. Where do we begin? <laughs> oh man, it was fun, man. That was um that was crazy. That was crazy. Um we do need to make sure we get an episode in because we're getting an internet tech to come look at our Wi-Fi. It's been in and out like crazy. Oh man, you're a streamer. You can't be having Wi-Fi issues. Mm. Yeah, that's why Hey Hey took care of it. So nice. I don't know if you heard her in the background or not. How are you? I'm I'm good, man. I just uh, I'm wide open. You know, kind of like jumping back and forth. I know you are too. Like you got two channels now, man. So uh, how's that going? 
Oh, the SEC channel's going great, man. Actually, uh, I mean, it's not like blowing, blowing up, but I did have a video go for like 10,000 views. Nice. Uh, and it goes back to what I said earlier about uh, Traylon Burks that makes him very interesting is there, there are not many Arkansas Razorbacks uh, in the NFL that play skilled positions. And they have quite literally the most dominant fan base in all of college sports. And what I mean by that is like, there's nothing else in Arkansas. There's no other teams in the state. Uh, it is just the Razorbacks. They have the travelers and they have a lot of these great American conference teams, but that's like in like division two, division three football, right? The Razorbacks are just it. There's not that many Razorbacks in the NFL, Traylon Burks plays in a southern region, so Nashville. So a lot of, you know, if you're if you're a fan of his, you can actually drive and go see him play. Um, but like on my SEC channel, um, it could be, you know, I've done a lot of Arkansas stuff in my career, but I had one Arkansas video. It wasn't even really that great. I just cut it in like five minutes. Uh, that uh, went for like. It's like at eight or nine thousand views, and I have like two hundred <laughs> subscribers. Uh, That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, any like great Razorback, they love him. They they do. Like Jason Peters played at Arkansas. You know the offensive tackle that's played, you know, like fifty years now, uh, and he was a tight end at Arkansas. Actually, um, it, it's just crazy. But you know, as far as football cards are concerned, it is interesting, right? Like. You know, the big story for me, and we'll talk about it in the episode, is the uh, the 2021 quarterbacks. I think that's by far the biggest story. Um, and I think we should uh, lead the episode off with that, um, if that is fine with you. Um, because to me, that's just the biggest story in, in football cards. Um None of those guys played well. Not a single one of them. Um, none of them played well enough to inspire the confidence um, in any of them. And I'm 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 telling you now because you know it's a little bit different for you and I because we we didn't um, we we didn't. Um, we didn't we didn't partake in spending the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars on these Trey Lance cards and whatnot. But dude, it was did they they look <laughs> they, they they looked how we how you and I have been saying that they were going. Okay, to well, to be fair, I I think we gotta throw out that water soaked like you know giant mud puddle that they were playing in Chicago, yeah. that, that game, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah I know. Well, I, like, you're right. No, you're that, right. That game specifically was just a, a weather disaster. And uh, I definitely think that played a big part in that one. So I don't know. Yeah. Because both of their performances were both very underwhelming. 
and and but like you're you're right. You, I mean, Trey uh, Trevor Lawrence was air mailing guys like crazy. He was inaccurate, like on some easy throws, and I was like, man, he does not look sharp at all. Uh, he kind of pulled himself together a little bit, but you know, Mac Jones got hurt. I mean, he got destroyed by Miami. Uh, you know, hurt back, and then yeah, you had that that uh, water park game in Chicago with Justin Fields and Trey Lance, and then Zach Wilson, you know, was wasn't even playing. But uh, Davis Mills looked be- the best the best one out of all of them. Yeah, so, he, but- he, had, he had some good moments, but you know, I'm he got held back by his coach. You know, you punt for midfield. Hmm. Go win the damn game. You're the Texans. You know, like, yeah, like, what the heck with Nathaniel Hackett last night not letting Russ do? I mean, you're going to go for a 63 yard field goal or give the ball to Russ on fourth and five? Come on, man. What a blow. What a blow just to that locker room, in my opinion. So the issue here, and, and people jump on, you know, Brandon Staley about this all the time. In football, you want to prevent kicking. Uh, your mindset should be we never want to kick the football. So that includes punting. You want to avoid punting as much as you possibly can. And you want to avoid kicking field goals at the very um, – you want that to be your last result. And I think – and this going to be a bold take here – the NFL is a better league – with bad field goal kicking. It is a better league because the field goal kickers for so long have been so good. And I don't know if ESPN stats info or anyone's done anything on this. That was probably the worst weekend of field goal kicking I can remember Um, ever. Right. Evan McPherson was the clutches field goal kicker. And I know his deep snapper got hurt, but uh, he sucked. Hey, your boy, though. Oh, go, go on. Now, go on ahead. You, fin- you, you already know. You are, I already know what you're gonna say. Go on ahead, and say it. I was gonna, I was gonna give some props to your boy, Cade York. Let's go, Cade. Let's go. <laughs> affecting the pri- affecting the prices of my Baker Mayfield cards that haven't even got to my house yet. <laughs> Let's go. You're not ready. No, Cade, Cade has a lisp. Y'all remember this? He was a. Uh, he was an early declare kicker. He wasn't wow. just an early declare. I know I know that's a term for wide receivers, but now it's a term for kickers. You know you're good when you're an early declare kicker. Huh? That's huh? insane. Huh? Yeah, I don't think I, I've ever heard of an early declare kicker before. <laughs> okay, so once again, Cade York and Evan McPherson were the center of the most chaotic one of the most chaotic endings in college football history where Cade York had a 57-yarder in the fog, in the swamp, and Evan McPherson had a 49-yarder to tie it, and he missed it. And then that was so ironic about Joe Burrow's run to, to the Super Bowl last year is that McPherson was the clutchest kicker since Vinatieri in the, in, the, in the playoffs. But now Cade York is in the league, and they're in the same division now. Cade York versus McPherson. It's going to be interesting because um, 
and make sure this is an outtakes, outtakes. But McPherson's price has got a little wild. I, I remember looking at, you know, rookie ticket autos going for like 50 and 60 bucks. And I was like, yeah. that is so interesting. And I hope like Cade York and Evan McPherson, you know, they're going to be kickers in the NFL for a long time. Uh, man, it's going to be crazy. It's when he was crazy. making that playoff run with the Bengals and he made those uh, those clutch kicks at the end of the crazy. season, the playoffs, the only thing that was really out for him because he was a rookie was Mosaic. And his Mosaic card is, is a portrait of him. On that card, the rare ones were selling for several hundred dollars. Let's go. So you could see a similar experience towards the end of the season if Cade York becomes a, a clutch component, which he already has for Cleveland. And, uh, hey, man, they, they may be right in the thick of it when Deshaun Watson comes back. You know, wow. that run game is, is elite. You know, I mean, so I think they're definitely going to string some more wins together. And then another guy reached out and was he was talking about he had bought an Alex Leatherwood card and he's like concerned about it. And I'm like, dude, you're investing in a offensive Alex, lineman. He, he I mean, Leatherwood played in so many big games in Bama that you should just never never do offensive line. I mean, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, that was my response. And he's like, "Oh, should I not invest in offensive line? Like, what's the hierarchy?" He's like, "What about defense? Are there any defensive players?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, look at uh, Aaron Donald. Look at Von Miller. The Von Miller transactions I saw, you know, go off since Thursday night. You know, look at the Miles Garrett transaction. T.J. Watt. Like, I mean, T.J. Watt is just a game wrecker. His cards were blowing up uh, Sunday until." You know, I mean, even even after, I mean, thank God, like his injury is not that uh, severe. It looks like maybe he'll be back in uh, late October, November. Uh, is, is the tweet I saw, but then I also saw another one from Rappaport saying, but but I mean, his his cards are uh, doing really well. You know, for a defensive player, I think it's about the edge rushers and some of the safeties, like the Honey Badger and stuff. I mean, he's a guy that you can definitely kind of hang your hat on. Oh hell yeah! T.J. Watt, his silver prism going for thirty-four bucks. Thirty-six. Oh my god! Please, I need to drink bleach. Oh my god, that is yeah, that is beautiful. Huh? 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 Hey man, I I I I told you, I told you now. There's probably about a hundred and to $150 difference now in the late latest transactions on Justin Herbert's base prison PSA 10 and Joe Burrows. You can see where Justin Herbert's is going up. Joe Burrows has taken a significant dip since the game on Sunday. Good. So I know I'm, I'm like, man, I should, we should like get a a start a hedge fund and uh, buy the dip on Joe Burrow. (laughs) Man. Made me it made me a lot of money last year when that November dip. Actually, left some money on the table, but I didn't get greedy. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, the Burrow Herbert thing. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Burrow Herbert, and obviously you're you're so three out of those four guys got wins. Herbert got a win. Tua got a win in a beating over um, New England. In a game where it's like, okay, did Tua really play that good? I don't think he played that good. I think he played okay. 
I think he's really buoyed by Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Chase Edmonds, you know, kind of thing. And their defense, their defense played great. So it's it's an, it's an interesting. I'm trying to pull up some uh, some price comparisons. Like, oh, okay, this this is this is good. You're gonna love this, dude. Okay, well, th- save it for the thing. All right. Oh, I'm so excited about this episode. Dang. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. It's it's so good to have football back on. Dope. All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's rock and roll, brother. Five, four, three, here we go.